Good morning, good morning, good morning, Baltimore here. Kai here with another Hezekiah moment. And Lord, I cannot believe that we just celebrated as uh, July 29th, we've just celebrated 100 episodes of Man in the Mirror. And all I can say is God is good, it's a humbling experience. But I'm just having a good time with this show. And I just thank God for our uh, co-host, Michelle Johnson, because she has been a great inspiration on the show and a great support. That was our first 100, and we have 100-plus to go. But as always, let's begin with prayer before we move on to this short episode. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down to you in humble service, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for loving us enough to even give us this another day, Lord. Many people take it for granted, but we in the studio, we here in the listening audience, Lord, we don't ever want to take it for granted. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. We just ask you bless upon this sh- Short segment this morning as we get ready for tomorrow as we discuss the weight of sin. Or does sin have weight, Lord? Many people don't think, you know, sin is sin or sin has weight to it. But, Lord, you told us in your word that, you know, what will be the penalty for sin? We thank you, Lord, for just everything you've done in our lives. Continue to bless the sick in the Baltimore surrounding area, continue to bless those who listen to this show. Continue to bless those who are going to listen to Man in the And as as always, we will always give you praise and glory in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as I said, you know, we just, you know, hit a milestone of 100 episodes. And I just thank God for that. And I know that we could not have reached that milestone without the aid of our Heavenly Father. All the show and I did was adhere to the call, and thus Man in the Mirror came into fruition briefly about tomorrow night's show, The Weight of Sin. And I wrote that with a question mark, The Weight of Sin? Or, you know, some people say The Weight of Sin. Or we're saying The Weight the weight of Sin? What is that? I love that play on words. And you know what? I did that on purpose because I like I like to make people think. Okay, what is Kai going to be talking about now? What is he talking about? But from from but from talking with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, she gave me this concept of how to look at sin. You see, we have a bad habit. And we got into a real almost a 30-minute discussion about this. We get, we have a bad habit of putting degrees on one sin. Like one sin is better than the other. Or one sin is lesser than the other. And she gave me this. She gave me a simple concept, and it blew my mind. When I thought about this concept, I'm like, wow, really? Hmm. I would have never thought of it that way. And when she explained it to me, and really, when you hear this, it's going to blow your mind as well. When you hear this, it's going to blow your mind as well. Actually, put a concept of that um, 
but the only way you'll get to hear it, you, um, you'll have to hear it tomorrow night's show. But we'll talk. The Bible says, we'll get back into that. The Bible says, Romans 6.23, says, for the wages of sin is death. It doesn't say, for the wages of sins. It says, for the wages of sin, which is singular. But if we put that S on it, as we all know in English, for the wages of sin is death. No, he said, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And it's kind of interesting in society. You know, when one person does something and says, oh, well, that's all right. Well, it may be all right in your sight, but in God's sight, if it's wrong, it's wrong. Wrong is wrong. And it's kind of interesting when, you know, people get together or families get together. And, you know, we say, well, this person did that, but that person did this. We're actually putting weight and degrees on sin. We're putting weight and degrees on sin. And we are not to do that because wrong is wrong. And I love, this is the one that I really love. If you did this to me. If you did this to me, I'm going to get you back. Tit for tat. I'm going to get you back. And that's one thing that we have to be careful as Christians. We have to be careful as people that believe in God. We have to, you know, Christ means, Christians means Christ-like, but follows of Christ. We have to be careful. Uh, what do we do? Because sin is sin. If if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If they're wrong, they're wrong. But if you wrong me, and I'm going to get you back for wronging me, then that's sin. That's wrong. Because God didn't, you know, God did not say, hey, this sin is better, that sin is better. Okay, you can do it because he did this to you or she did it to you. We can do to that do that to them. Romans 3.20, sin 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that, and I wrote that for a reason throughout my book. Because people, again, have degrees of, okay, well, well, that's not bad. He is in this position, and he, he didn't really mean, so that's okay. But then you look at the other person who has messed up, and you become a whole, oh, wow. What, can, what oh, I, I, oh, I. I don't believe you did that. Okay. But we got to realize, again, sin is sin. We have this issue of putting weights, degrees on sin. Here's a good one. Old Testament, Genesis 4, 4 to 7. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offerings, but on Cain his offering. Offering on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. The Lord said to Cain, "Why are you angry? Why is your face so downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do what is, but if you do not what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you." But you, but you must rule over it. So as God is saying, you know, even though it's there, we don't have to follow it. 
but many of us do. You know, one person did right, the other person did wrong, and the other person, you know, you know, Cain did, Abel did what was right to please God. Cain did what he thought was pleasing. He said it with the word of God said. And when God found favor in Abel, then Cain got upset. And this is what we do every day. This is what we do in our life. This is what we do at work. This is what we do in our families. This is what we do. But, you know, basically that that sin has weight, weight to it. And that's what we're talking about. That sin has weight to it. And that's what we are talking about. We truly have to be careful. We truly have to be careful. Because everything that's going on right now in America, everything that's going on in our churches, everything that's going on in our lives, we definitely have to be careful of what's going on. Because, again, we cannot continue to put weights on sin, which we do. We cannot continue to say, hey, this sin is better than that. We cannot do. Because if we look at it, and actually, you know, I want you guys to tune in. You can call in tomorrow night with Man in the Mirror at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio for slash man dash in dash America. We want you to join in. I want you to, you know, like my Facebook page, HezekiahMontgomery.com. You know, look for the Facebook page and like it and join in. And uh, actually check out the um, page as well um, for the weight of sin, or should I say the weight of sin? Because I actually put a poll in there. And with that poll, I, you know, I asked these few questions. I ask a few questions in that poll because I want people to think. Um, I really want people to think because, you know, it, every what's going on in life right now is getting out of hand. And as I said, that friend really made me think about the weight of sin. It really made me think. But um, before we move on, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to give you some information. I want you guys, again, to call in at 917-889-2271 at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, Central Time, if I'm correct. Um, that may be 8 o'clock. You know, wherever you are, please call in tomorrow night and join in because this is going to be a great discussion because we're going to break it down. I'm going to break it down to you from the way the Lord gave it to me. And hopefully we can just work this thing together. You know, I'm not perfect either. You know, if you have something to say, hey, we can discuss this together. If we agree, fine. If we disagree, that's fine as well. But we can agree to disagree. But we all know, you know, what the word says, for the wages of sin is death. So, but again, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com for slash man dash and dash the mirror. And also, if you, you know, if you have any questions or comments, call in at, call into our business line at, our office line at 888-501-8650, extension 780. That's again, 888-501-extension 780. Because we have a lot going on with Man in the Mirror and Hezekiah Montgomery and H.R. Montgomery Enterprises. We do have a lot going on. Um, I'm going to advertise our, um, upcoming event, which is a few months away, because uh, as I said, many people have told me, and I read it just the way it's, you know, j just about what it says, and I'm on the event page. Do you, 
Do you always say to yourself, I'd like to write a book? Ask the same question. That, that's the same question I hear all the time. How do I write a book or how long? How long, Hezekiah, did it take you to write your book? Well, I've been hearing these questions for the past three years since my book, Rediscovering Kai, came out. Well, guess what? I'm hosting an afternoon with an author, which is a five-hour writer's workshop where you won't learn the answer to all those questions. You have a chance to speak with other authors to find out their secrets um, of their success. This will give you a different perspective on your next. Then we'll end up the workshop with the most important part of the session. After I write my book, then what? That's when this awesome young lady, Ms. Tashina Davis, a purposely created publishing group, will give you the 411, how to accomplish that last and final step. So, so guess what? If I were you, I'd sign up for this workshop so you, too, can be the next great author. So, again, if you want to find out about this workshop, call in, leave, leave, you know, or have a question, call in 888-511-8650, extension 780, and leave a message, and we'll definitely return, you know, we'll definitely return, you know, your call so that, that you will have a chance to be a part of the Writer's Workshop. We're going to take a short break, and then I'm going to come back and just finish out the rest of this episode. Because it's going to be a short episode. It's nothing long, but I just want to prepare you for what's going to happen or just continue to talk about the weight of sin. No such thing as impossible 
again, the word says all have some. Because we, again, in society, we put weights. We look at it, okay, which one is better? Is this better or is that better? Is this one more detrimental or is that one more detrimental? But really, we have to be careful. Because I've been looking to the poll. I actually put a poll in there. I actually had a, uh, someone who gave a response, and we'll talk about that tomorrow night. And I said this in the event page. Um, let's all be honest. What do you call a little sin or big sin? I ask them, please be honest. We're here to help each other. As the word says in um and I'll bring this up tomorrow night as well. As the word says in Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. And the first one I did right, okay, stealing a penny. Okay, I mentioned that. Or taking a pen from work. How about taking extra time for lunch? Or lying to our spouse or significant other? And I had someone write, and we're going to discuss it. Even though I know sin is sin, regardless, because I'm still human, I'm thinking taking extra time for lunch is a small sin compared to lying to your spouse and stealing money. Aha. And my reply to that was interesting. Hmm. But, you know, we won't get into that discussion now, but I'm putting that out there because I want us all to be ready and be prepared. Um be prepared to discuss this. Be prepared to put it all out there. Be prepared for, you know, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. You know, be prepared to grow. We have to grow in this all together. We have to grow because as people of God, that's what he put us here for. And I'm going to actually read that today. I'm going to read it tomorrow. It says in Proverbs 20. 717, and this is the New International Version. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. That is what we're here for. Again, Proverbs 2717, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And with that said, you know, again, I want you guys to be prepared um, to come in. Come on tomorrow night, call in at 917 889-2271 or log into www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mayor. You can go into our, and I'm going to, you know, you can um, go into our chat room when you log on and just get that discussion going because I want to, I want us to have a good time because again, you know, we have to stop looking at each other like, Ooh, wow. He did that or she did that, and one of my favorite Bible verses or favorite Bible stories is, and the Lord just brought that to me, and I will find it and read it because it's funny to me. It is truly funny how Christ does the simplest things. Um, Christ does the simplest thing, but he does it on purpose. And I'm actually looking this up online you know, just to keep it simple. But in John 8, 1 to 11, and when I read this, it just bore tears to, my, my, bore tears to me 
because as I was reading it, I was going through things in my life, but it bore tears, but then I laughed because if you know Christ, Christ does things in a simple way, but we get caught up in we get caught up in the rhetoric of what's going on. A woman caught in, in adultery. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives. Early the next morning, he was back again in the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said, Jesus, this woman was caught up in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? Now, that's mindful. This is Jesus Christ they came up to. He knows the law. He created the law. He's God in flesh. But they were trying to, as we all know, they tried to trick him. They, you know, they tried to say, okay, what are you going to do about this? They were trying to trap him, in verse 6, into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down, and I love this. I love it. He didn't say a word. He didn't say a word. He stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. And they kept demanding an answer. So I can imagine, now you could go with me, I can imagine these guys were standing over Jesus. They were still talking with their fingers pointing, stuff like that. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote on the dust. And I'm like, boom, pow, explosion. He, that I mean, he was trying to tell, he was trying to tell them something, but they weren't getting it. He was trying to tell them something, but they weren't getting it. All he says, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. And I, I cracked up when I first read that. I'm like, really? And he knelt, knelt back down, stooped back down, knelt, stooped down, and wrote on the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. And Jesus stood up and again said to the woman, where are your accusers? Did even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said, and Jesus said, neither do I go and sin no more. And that was the explosion. This is, this is what we're doing every day in our society. We're doing the same exact thing. We condemn. We're trying to condemn. And Jesus was so patient. He listened to them. He didn't get excited. He didn't get emotional. I tell I tell my friends today, God is not a God of emotions. He could have gotten emotional. Oh, wow, she did that? Oh, no, he didn't. He knelt down and kept writing. He heard what they said. He already knew what they were going to say because he's God. They kept trying to trick him, trap him. He already knew what was going on. But he was God. And they just had to realize, hey, we have to go. But again, tune in tomorrow night at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash man dash And I want you guys to come and talk to us.
let us let's get this together. Let us understand what's truly going on with this. And uh and with that, and I'm looking forward to hearing seeing you guys tomorrow night on the show. And as always, this has been another Hezekiah moment, the weight of sin. I'll see you guys at the mirror.